Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. You have reached episode number 344, entitled Dan Knaus on why you should harden WordPress. It was published on Thursday the 5th of October 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley and before we get over to Dan and the interview there, a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing to mention is that Black Friday is coming up as we do every year. We put together an exhaustive list of all of the best WordPress deals that could be hosting, that could be plugins, blocks, themes, anything like that. We put them all on one giant page and it's searchable and filterable, so it makes it very easy for you to find all of the deals. If you would like to be a part of that, head to wpbuilds.com forward slash black. One more time, wpbuilds.com forward slash black. And over there, you're going to be able to find a button, and that button is called Add a Deal. And if you add a deal, then I will hopefully put it on the page. There are some caveats around that. Obviously, it has to be related to WordPress and so on. But if you feel that you have a product or a service that you would like to feature on our page to increase your sales, as I say, sometimes this page is viewed in air quotes quite a lot. So, yeah, that's something that you might want to consider. The other option, of course, is every year we have that page sponsored. We have a pride of place set of little badges at the top, which we are offering in exchange for sponsorship. And if you go to the same page, wpbuilds.com forward slash black, You'll see some little yellow buttons at the top entitled Get Pride of Place Now. Well, if you want to be featured and have your product have some sort of exclusivity on that page, please feel free to do that. The other thing to mention is I'm trying to encourage people during the course of the podcast, if there's something that you're interested in, rather than going and posting on social media about it, I'd really appreciate it if you use the commenting system on WordPress. So if you've been triggered by something that you hear today or you're intrigued and you want to find out some more, head to wpbuilds.com, search for episode number 344 and leave us a comment there. We would really appreciate it. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds. That's go.me forward slash WP builds. And we sincerely, truly thank GoDaddy Pro for their ongoing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay. As I said at the top of the show, we're featuring Dan Knaus today. He's from Solid WP, which was formerly iThemes, and he's talking to us today about hardening WordPress. This is the fourth out of four episodes in which we feature WordPress security. We, in the past, have gone to great lengths to mention the fact that we don't really want to stand on any particular side and endorse any particular position. And so there were four episodes with Calvin Alcan, Akshat Chowdhury, Dan Knaus, which is this one, and Thomas J. Reef. 
and we put them out in a random order and the rules of engagement were that no episode was going to be published until all the episodes had been recorded. So this is Dan's position. He's talking about hardening WordPress. So we talk about the importance of WordPress security. We introduce Dan. We have a discussion about the malware madness that sparked these four episodes. We compare different security approaches and talk about solid WP's approach. And we also talk about the verification of, of advanced malware capabilities. And we talk, we actually get into the other episodes as well. And we talk about those and also about solid WP and what caused the rebrand from iThemes. So this is an episode which stands not in isolation, but with three others. And I hope that you enjoy it. I am joined on the podcast today by Dan Knaus. Hello, Dan. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Nice to have you on. We are going to be recording a podcast episode today all about security. There will be mention of certain security products. This is going to fall in a kind of mini-series almost of WordPress podcasts that I'm doing with various people who have an interest in the security side of things. Um, given that we're talking about security and vulnerabilities and all of that gets, well, at least can get fairly technical, I think Dan, it might be a good idea at the beginning just to uh, just to give us your your bio. Who do you work for? How long have you been using WordPress? What's your background in tech and all of that? So over to you. Sure. Um, oh, it's it's been a long time. Um, currently, I'm the uh, I'm a technical content generalist, uh, and I, I get into a lot of things um, beyond writing and editing. But I, I you'll see my byline coming up at. Um, at the iThemes brand, we're going through a, a, a rebranding in public where we will end up uh, in a few months' time as Solid WP, um, which, after which point, uh, iThemes will be uh, history, a large part of WordPress history, I guess. But the products uh, and the people behind them are uh, largely un unchanged uh, going back ooh, 10 years. 10 years and, and more. Um, my own my own history with WordPress goes back to the beginning. I, um, I'm one of those Generation X WordPress people who got into open source and web design at the very beginning in the 90s. And then when, um, when things like movable type and did a lot with Joomla for a long time mm -hmm. and, and, and a bit with Drupal and some some things that are no longer with us. But probably influenced um, WordPress a lot, like text pattern. Um, was always interested in WordPress right from the beginning, and, and client work uh, led to using it kind of as a blog initially, ad, adjunct to another CMS or something like that, uh, or, or an e-commerce platform. And then um, it, it just became the way to do just about anything, mm -hmm. um, probably around 2008 to 10. And uh, yeah, I've done a lot of um, a lot of client work, a lot of projects of my own building things with WordPress. And uh, then previously uh, worked with PostStatus for many years, um, more and more um, with David Bissett and uh, Michelle Frechette there, who's a colleague at Stellar WP, the parent uh, for iThemes and and the solid brand and many others. Um, so I've been thinking and writing about and and talking with people in the 
WordPress community for quite some time. Yeah, that's an amazing history, isn't it? Oh, bravo. What a lot you've done. That's amazing. Um, can we just go on to the, the Solid WP rebrand just for a couple of minutes? Because I'm sure that many people will know about that. But equally, maybe there'll be some people thinking, oh, hang on a minute, iThemes is going away. What's going on there? What's the what's the reasoning behind that? And which brands are being folded up underneath this new Solid WP brand? Right. It's just uh, it's just iThemes that's going going in there. Um, the reason that we're dropping, you know, the very the little lowercase i and and the the focus on themes was where was where that company was in the beginning. We're no longer doing. Um, doing themes had one of the earliest uh, uh builder themes yeah it was great but now yeah. um yeah cadence uh wp has uh, taken off and is part of the stellar wp portfolio and um they are a tremendous theme um use them at post status and um use quite a lot with the uh, stellar wp products so we're really focusing on on the, what solid implies the foundational products that have really come along um especially iTheme security which will become solid security and that will be part of a suite where we bring along the next iteration of what was backup buddy solid backups and then there's a management uh somewhat of a of a SaaS um uh solid Solid Central, which replaces iThemes uh, Sync, and these all flow together into a single suite where you can you can log in and manage security and see what's going on with your site in terms of SEO. It's it's security and run backups or restore a, a backup archive onto a new site or something like that. Yeah, I guess if you're fresh into WordPress, themes are not quite what they once were. Where they when when iThemes began, that was really plugins and themes were the buzzwords, weren't they? Um, and if you're no longer doing themes, and you you know that's really now being handled by Cadence, I guess it guess it doesn't really make too much sense to have that confusing word in the title of the company. So, so what was it? It's going to be iThemes. Sorry, it's going to be Solid Backups, plural. Um, right. It's going to be Solid Security. I think you said. Um, which was iTheme security and the so the sync the iTheme sync is becoming solid central right right nice and there's there's also uh, solid academy which replaces well continues um, iThemes training where Nathan Ingram with his weekly um, live streams and uh, training courses um, provides a, a continuity there with uh, the great community he's brought along we've got a lot of freelancers and agency people and uh, people who are building things with WordPress um, who are coming along with the with solid brand too. Um, we're foundational uh, website that's security hardened and and ready to go is uh, really important to them. It's kind of um, on the surface, it seems like it would be a fairly simple thing to do to rebrand a company from one name to another. You know, you swap out some logos and you're done of course the reality is probably really anything but you've got to forewarn mm. all of your customers that something's about to change so they don't freak out when they see a load of uh, differently named plugins suddenly within their wordpress install but also i'm guessing just things like rewriting the documentation so that it's all now correct and branded correctly there must be well weeks and weeks and weeks of work in this 
Yes. Um, I've been on it for a while. I, I came into the into uh, working on this with um, Stellar back in November, December last year. And yeah, there's a lot. There's so much old, older content that um, needs to come along. And anyone who's done a migration of an older site, uh, well, it's just... It's all that, plus um, you've got to do something with all the references to an older brand mm. and the redesign that goes into that. Yeah, and all of the uh, search engine stuff that needs to be done so that it gets picked up correctly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about a bit about security today. Obviously, we, we will in the future be talking about solid security. That's that's the, the plug-in and the, the tool, if you like, that you're obviously most familiar talking about. But um, just a quick word for the audience members. This, like I said, is going to be in a in a in a like a little mini series, if you like. I've spoken to three other people, and I'm going to randomly put these episodes out in no particular order. Um, but they all have interesting positions um, about security and the effectiveness, or otherwise, of the product that they have or the product that they've been inspecting. So this this really drops into that whole conversation. But let's kick it off, Dan, with just your thoughts on the state of security. What are the kind of things that a typical WordPress user, a.k.a. somebody that's listening to this podcast, what are the things that they need to be be thinking about when we talk about website security? Well, I I think one of the first things um, people run into when when they've started building uh, sites with WordPress, either their own, but especially with for other people, and and they, um, as you you typically do, a good business model is to um, get into some kind of management maintenance ongoing, um, where you might have a monthly recurring uh, revenue model based on s- providing support and maintenance to your clients. Um, WordPress, ever since I, I think it became most valuable to me. Uh, for client work when auto updates came in Mm. and now we have a really complicated and interesting supply chain situation of where did this plugin come in does this premium plugin update separately um, things that are coming out of the the plugin repo so running updates and managing those and and compatibility with with everything else you're doing becomes something you don't want to lay on to the clients that you're you're serving and it becomes part of um, agency work or freelancer work and we want to reduce the the overhead and and risk and involved in that Um, i think as anyone learns quickly with in the wordpress community that running updates in a timely fashion is really critical um, even when there's not a security release but there there often are and they're um, just looking from in, in my work, um, looking at the statistics and, and looking at um, patch stacks database over time. Uh, we have more uh, patched and un- unpatched in, in the initial disclosure vulnerabilities coming out. And it's almost always uh, plugins. There's some degree themes. WordPress core is really solid. And if there are any issues there, those get handled. Um, and most really uh, well-supported plugins and themes, you could say that too. But there are always there's always a little gap period where um, there could be an exploit for something that has more than a million active installs that mm-hmm. you're using, and there are 
people and bots out looking for ways to exploit those. So that's where we come in trying to assist with that. Yeah. I think it could be broadly stated that the, well, I'm probably going to talk about iTheme security, even though we, we now know it's going to become solid security. But the solution that you have, I think I could probably categorize it under one word, and that would be hardening. Uh, so firstly, it, am I using the right word there? Because I won't carry on down that line if that's the wrong way to classify it. No, that's a that's a very good word. The new icon that comes with it is a is a shield ah, and nice. yeah. la- layers of protection and hardening is a very good metaphor. Yeah, because in the in the WordPress space, as you will find if you listen to the other episodes, there's a whole different variety of approaches to WordPress security. So we have plugins much like your own, which um, which hardens the website, aka it it tightens things up. It it there's some typical things which a website hacker may well go after and and your solution attempts to lock those down a little bit and we can talk about what those things are in a minute then there's other things like um i don't know firewalls and things like that which are an entirely different approach so let's get into that let's get into what is it that your solution what is it that it does what does it harden what does it lock down well, there are a number of, of different layers, and I, I really like the new the new interface we'll be rolling out because it has uh, kind of walks you through a, your setup and helps you identify. Well, on, on this particular site, there it's unique. Uh, what do, what does this client need? What does this website call for? What's an adequate level of security here? And helping you figure that out will walk you down a path. I mean, do, you, do you need to make all your users use pass keys or, or two-factor authentication or just some of them? And one of the nice features we've had for a long time is, is the ability to create custom groups. And, and I think this will, seems very simple, but it's great for people who are doing, doing the kind of close client work. Um, you can set a security policy, which is really a, a key part of, I, I think, risk management and and um, definitely more people who are concerned with liability um, and prevention. Um, looking at your staff, looking at your, your users, if it's a community site, who here is getting more privileges and we should classify them as higher risk and you know, maybe prohibit anyone from using recycled passwords or passwords that have appeared in a breach. We can set up rules like that. But we could also give them the option or make it mandatory that you must set up two-factor authentication, um, have a CAPTCHA on the login, or switch over to passkeys, which we're really proud to have brought as uh, for the first, really the first uh, plugin to do that. With yeah, the, I remember WordPress. that. That was a pretty amazing step. Good job. Yeah. Sorry, so I interrupted. The, you carry on. <laughs> no, no, go on. That's fine. Um, that user level hardening, uh, individual users, um, what they have to go through to, to get in is really that login screen is is a key point, uh, and we can harden that as well, uh, keeping an eye on it for brute force login attempts, locking that all down, and uh, then, besides from all, a lot of other tweaks you can do to um, to WordPress to make it harder to to hack into reducing attack surface um, 
We are bringing out a new firewall that is, that's a new feature for us that's uh, very um, integrally related to our partnership with PatchStack and using their virtual patches. And that really closes the door on vulnerabilities. We have a version management tool that, that helps you um, understand, oh, this needs, this hasn't been updated. This, this is a concern. This, this theme or this plugin here um, uh, has a security update or it's become, it's landed in a vulnerability database. What do we do now? Well, now the, the great answer is um, we've got a firewall that's handling our DDoS type attacks and also preventing anyone from trying an exploit on a known vulnerability that may not even have an official patch yet. And that's coming in from, from PatchDAC's great work. They're a wonderful partner. Um, so we're offering that to our, our users. And that that's really going to add a lot of peace of mind, I think, for security. So that's curious, isn't it? Because from the outside, it might look as if PatchDAC and solid security are kind of commercial rivals in a way but there's there's mm. there's an overlap there which you, there's a sweet spot which you manage to find where you can you can integrate with things that they have they can get to be you know part of your suite but that you're not treading on each other's toes that's that's quite interesting yeah it is it's one of the great things about the the wordpress community where there's a lot of um cooperation that that whole coopetition thing mm-hmm. um that we're able to do um yeah their their expertise is available to us too it's great to be able to learn and and uh, talk it through our our combined slack channel and um what they've what they've done is is quite a bit different in what we than what we offer uh, i think their approach is aimed at a different set of customers, but there's definitely huge synergies and their goals are uh, tremendous to help secure open source software, not just WordPress. I think their sites are are much larger than that, but we all have the same purpose of um, increasing security and bringing greater confidence that when you're using open source platforms like WordPress, they're going to be solid and secure. So nice, yeah, a perfect overlap there with the word solid, that's good. Um, but in terms of the the collaboration that you've got with Patchstack, then is that it? So the idea of a firewall is that a new thing entirely in your security suite, or is that something which you've had for a little while, but you've now just you know you're, you're beefing it up? You've got a a better option if you like with Patchstack, yeah. Or like I say, is it just something brand new? That's rather quite new, especially how we present it in the interface. There has been a firewall like features in in the sense that we we notice when there's a bot that's slamming passwords into your login and block that and then look across all the network of our entire users and recognize yeah this this thing's hitting a lot of sites so let's just send a rule to everyone that blocks it patchstack does something similar on a on a huge level where they're watching the whole ecosystem and developing firewall rules that say, oh, someone's trying to exploit this new vulnerability. Uh, let's prevent that kind of query and send everyone who's using PatchDAC service and including solid security users um, a firewall rule, essentially. It's a firewall is kind of a, 
a useful metaphor for thinking about it. Uh, Cloudflare does does things like this on a higher level, and I think we've usually avoided that the language of firewalls because y- there would be a technically correct case for and and still still is that this is often best done at the server level, and you're at a good host, your your server and your network is is firewalled by on a hardware level and uh, by similar similar software that's looking for bad queries. So they never ever even hit your your WordPress install and you're not using hosting resources on your web application to do this work. But this is a nice balance for us because it's it's very targeted. We're not trying to cover, you know, every vulnerability from 10 years ago. Uh, we're just getting the confidence that, hey, there's a there's a vulnerability in some some code we're running. They haven't quite got a patch yet, or we can't implement it. There is an update, but we can't do it yet because we haven't tested and we don't know if it's going to break the site. So we need a little window here. We need a little extra time. That virtual patch is going to come down automatically and go into an effect. And if anyone tries to exploit that vulnerability, even though you, you theoretically have it, um, no, they're not going to get in. They're blocked right there. So this really closes the door. If you're, if you've done the due diligence with your user hardening, you, you know who your users are. You're managing them. You've done a, other hardening. You're running updates in a reasonable way. Uh, this is going to close that last uh, potential higher risk area. Given that um, Patchstack is obviously a, a you know, they're, they're a company that they're, they're in the WordPress ecosystem, but they also have a commercial uh, slant to them. The The question I've got really next would be, is that particular feature, is that going to be something that you would need to pay for additionally, or does it just get bundled in? Uh, in other words, is, is can you kind of like toggle on and off the firewall to, as part of your billing? Or is it just, you know, if, if you've got the security, um, solid security, that comes with it? It does. It comes right with it, nice. and we're we're dropping our pro language, and we're simply selling solid security, and that's that is the premium product that would use would formerly be called pro, but the 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 version solid security basic, um, which w- would be the the differentiating term. Uh, if you go into the plugin uh, repository at WordPress.org. Uh, and find us there. We're working on rebranding and rolling, rolling that whole uh, update out. So what you would download there would still have all the essential features. The the what changes with the firewall is we're following kind of how Patchdoc works. If you're using it for free, uh, you you get patches that aren't up to the minute they are they are so good that they've got they've got kind of a 48 hour window where there are vulnerabilities that have not yet been publicly announced but have been known about and they have a solution there may be a patch coming from the from the plugin or or theme um, owner and there's there's a window of time where our um, our paid users will be covered even for that that's that's a very small uh, kind of specialized uh, audience that may really need that. If you have a, a ton of traffic, you're a high, you're you're 
potentially a target or your your sense of your risk level is high, you you probably want the best protection that you can get that's going to close that that risk level even further. But for the um, person who's trying it out or using it at a basic level, they are getting um, they're still getting the firewall with really, I would say, well beyond adequate um, protection there. So we don't want to have features where they don't really deliver because you're not you're not yet a paid subscriber. Right, right. So there's going to be solid security, and that 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 in effect is like the pro version. Then there's going to be a repo version where it's free, but there's there's a difference in the firewall setup in that a, a, as per Patchstack's rules, the, the there might be a slight delay um, of a number of days or something like that between the the release of the patch and the you know if you're on the if you like the pro version, which is now just called solid security, you get that right off the bat. As soon as it's created, you have it. And if you're on the free version in the, from the repo, maybe not quite immediately. Right. Okay. And I, I don't think that would apply when there's like there's like a zero-day exploit that everyone's aware of, and it's really bad. Everyone in the community is going to try to help everyone secure, secure a situation like that as quickly as possible. Yeah. This is... This is not that. There was, um, well, we're recording this right at the beginning of August. I'm not entirely sure when this episode is going to air, but we're recording it in August 2023. Over the last few weeks, possibly months, maybe, there's been there's been some interesting back and forth dialogue on social media in particular about, about certain uh, security-related issues, um, so obviously, you know, we know where you're coming from. We understand that you're representing um, Solid. But those other companies, you know, they'll have their chance in their episodes as well. But I, I do want to touch on that. And if you've got anything you want to add to that conversation, anything that you've discovered recently, or just really stating your position about why why you think your product hits the right balance of, of what a security plugin should be doing. Right. Um I'm I'm really proud, and I, I think we all are really proud of the product, uh, which owes a lot to uh, our longtime lead developer Timothy Jacobs um, being really ethically focused and really aligned with open source values. Where we don't we don't add um, features that we don't have the highest confidence are are really adding uh, security and really doing security. There are a lot of other other things that are often bolted on to security plugins that I would say are not they're not really security tools. Like um, the malware scanner is what what came up recently as a um, as a feature that we we have never included and feel ever more justified in in doing that because it's really a cleanup. Uh, it's in it. We want to prevent people from having hacked sites where you need to have someone detect oh there's there's some there's been a compromise there's some malware on here um that is not that's what exactly we want to prevent that would be a security failure so that's a that's a separate uh concern of cleanup and in the past we've recommended companies that do that like security and also uh, going back a ways we watch your website which is tom rafe's um organization and he recently uh, along with some work that uh, Calvin Alkin and Snicko and others were doing with Patchstack kind of looking in and verifying what they were 
what they were showing uh, was that there is now advanced malware that if it lands on on your site, um, it's able to look and and see, oh, you're running a security plugin with a um, with a malware scanner. Let's defeat it uh, in some way. And they showed there are a couple of uh, Calvin did this where there are a couple of techniques uh, like whitelisting what the mal where the malware is and what it's doing. So the the scanner will never pick it up. And there are a variety of methods and. Uh, Calvin provided not only proof of concept and published about that. Um, uh, Tom Rafe's work with We Watch Your Website, where he is he's doing active intrusion detection and and uh, doing that at a, at a huge scale. He had hard numbers on here's how many people were here's how many sites were were uh, compromised with this vulnerability, and we saw the malware take out. Um, defensive efforts of security plugins that that do offer um, a malware scanner. So as that technology becomes uh, compromised, it's just it's something we would drop. If we find if we find a feature that's not useful anymore, uh, we don't want to do that. And fortunately, we've never had malware detection that really can only with high confidence be effectively deployed from the server level. If you're running a malware detection uh, program inside WordPress, inside the same PHP instance where the infection is, it's it's too late. You know, the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. So just to give again, if you're listening to this podcast in isolation, if you haven't listened to one of the previous episodes or maybe maybe circumstance will be that this episode is the first one that I put out. I don't know. But um, I have also spoken to, I've spoken to Calvin, who you just mentioned. I've spoken to Thomas, who you just mentioned. They'll be on episodes giving those pieces of data uh, to you, dear listener. So you'll be able to hear what they've got to say about it. But we also spoke to Akshat Chowdhury from, well, several companies, but let's go with Malcare because that's the one probably in question here the most. So if you want to get some different context around that, or you just want to hear what these these numbers are and why they think it matters, then yeah, tune in to those other episodes. Um, is your position then that if really that a, a sorry not a firewall um, a malware scanner because people like Thomas and people like Calvin have been able to kind of open the box there and demonstrate particular ex examples of how it can be um, bypassed if you like it's fairly technical we won't go into the technicalities of it you can find that in the other episodes for you then does that mean that that kind of thing a malware scanner is universally not worthwhile or is it more a case of well it was it, it was interesting that somebody managed to find an exploit but maybe they'll patch that in such a way that it can't happen again or is it more is your position more that well the way that it works means that it can never really be patched and trusted yeah, it's really the latter case, and and Calvin is is correct. He he, it was great to learn from from him and and Thomas uh, what they're seeing. It, it confirmed things that I'd heard anecdotally from other people, and in my own experience, had run into. I think fundamentally flawed is the phrase that he used, and I adopted to. I, I wrote a piece called "Why WordPress Malware Scanners Are Worthless," and that's really not an exaggerating. Uh, 
claim there because it is it is a fundamental um, flaw to try to catch, you know, really to try to build a fence inside the house rather than to have a security line of security that's well outside. And when you set up a, an application firewall inside the application, that's essentially what you're doing. You're, you're looking for detecting someone who's already gotten in. And the, it also adds quite a performance burden, potentially. Some people see these things and it makes them nervous and like, oh, I need to run the scanner all the time or that, you know, there's a set um, schedule for them. And that's using your, your CPU and memory resources uh, potentially quite a lot. I, I remember 10 years ago or more when these things started to first come out and oh, just everyone was getting hit with something called the, the Tim Thumb oh, library. Yeah, yeah. It was a dependency that uh, caused, it was used uh, by a lot of themes and a lot of plugins. And you had, you resorted to just checking to see if you had this file and if, if it had been exploited. But hosting uh, has improved a lot since then. Uh, WordPress core has improved a lot. Plugin development has improved a lot. And, and if you do all the hardening correctly and, and your hosting is, is of good quality, you really don't need that, those kind of cleanup tools as part of the package of what you're running inside WordPress. And simply because they're, they're being detected, um, they're being defeated in the wild now I would just assume it's it's an arms race always when when hackers are um, figuring out better and better ways to to break in, they're going to learn from each other, and pretty soon, almost all malware will probably have some kind of kit just baked into it, and it's it's just going to look for malware scanners that are known to be installed on many many WordPress sites, and we'll just take them out. Mm. If we get in, they're done. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So can I just ask, the piece that you just mentioned, it was called, I think I wrote it down correctly, why WordPress malware scanners are, what did you say, worthless? Yes. Yeah. And where worthless. do we find that? Was that something that you wrote on your own property or would that be on what is now the iThemes website? That's on the iThemes website, okay. iTheme, iThemes blog. And uh, yeah, don't usually have headlines like that, but I felt like that was uh, very justified and, and so did, uh, it was, it has opened a, a very good uh, community conversation, I think, and an internal one and being able to talk with Timothy and, um, and Thomas and, and Kathy Zant too, who's an old security pro, um, really made me feel confident that that was, you know, this isn't like a clickbait over stated thing here. Th this really is um, an important issue. And part of our, our larger long ongoing concern is really education where what is security? What what actions can you actually take that are worth doing that are really maybe the first, the low-hanging fruit of WordPress security when you set up a site? And then what things really are so iffy, it may not be worth your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for explaining all of that to us. That's really, really intriguing. So we, we now know that if you are looking for iThemes, um, it won't be around for too much longer. You're going to be looking at solid WP in the near future. Dan, where do we find you? If you've got a Twitter handle or, a, I don't know, a, a personal website that you want to share or whatever, whatever you like, where can we get in touch with you? 
Yeah, I'm still uh, still largely on Twitter. I've enjoyed the WordPress community there. I don't know what's coming next. Um, I don't even want to acknowledge the brand change. <laughs> what the what the call is very thing. much not in the open. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm Dan underscore Knaus on um, K N A U S S on on Twitter, and yeah, it's been a, a long, lovely time uh, with the kind of WordPress learning and exchanges that that happened there, but maybe we'll be somewhere else in the future. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, for now, Dan, really appreciate you chatting to us about your, your position on WordPress security. That's really, really interesting. I hope that, uh, I hope that people listening to it, get in touch and give you their views. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Okay, that's it. I hope that you enjoyed that. Very nice chatting to Dan today, all about WordPress security and hardening your WordPress website. That wraps up our little mini-series all about WordPress security. Hopefully you've enjoyed those four episodes. Don't go away, though. Stay tuned well, because, because we will be back for normal service. We will have normal interviews and a cycle of podcast episodes with David Wormsley. So hopefully you'll stick around for that. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by going to go.me forward slash WP builds. And thanks once again to GoDaddy Pro for their ongoing support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, we'll be back next week. Hopefully you will enjoy the week. Hopefully you'll join us for this week in WordPress on Monday. If you want to know anything about that, you can go to the wpbuilds.com website and you'll be able to search for This Week in WordPress. We've got absolutely loads of them, but it's a live show. and I'm typically joined by three other WordPress guests. And come and join us. Join in the commentary. It's a good deal of fun. OK, hopefully you will have a good week. Stay safe. Here comes some diabolically cheesy music. Bye bye for now.